Welcome to Rue University. It's episode two, y'all. Again, I got to get used to this right now. I feel like a million bucks. Got cameras everywhere. If y'all see my setup, y'all see what I got going on, man. I got lights, cameras all around me right now. But this your host, Smitty. And again, this is Rue University. So first couple episodes, I want everybody to get to know me. I want everybody to get to know the host. You know, the first episode, I kind of give y'all a little taste of what the, what the Rural University podcast is going to be all about. But now I want y'all to take a deep dive into your boy and uh, not only learn all of my successes, but more importantly, I want you to learn um, some of my failures. Um, I can't share all of my failures uh, because my Esquire, my lawyer, my madre let me know that I can't share all of my failures. Um, and that it may not be uh, legally the best thing for me to do. But I'm going to be as real and as raw and as authentic um, that I can be. I ain't going to be real raunchy and raw. Like some people know what I'm talking about. But I'm going to let y'all know everything about me, man. So um, this, this, this podcast is all about mental health, financial literacy, and relationships. And anything under the sun that falls under those categories but more importantly this this episode is going to be about mental health um, from my perspective from the things that I've experienced um, from the things that I've learned from the things that I've gone through um, and hopefully y'all can learn from it and selfishly I'm hoping that y'all can kind of give me some advice teach me some please please y'all if y'all got any tips if y'all got any Inside, if y'all got any whatever it is, let me know. Let me know in the comments, YouTube, y'all all around the world, podcast, man. Send me, send me some DMs, whatever you got to do, man. Let me know and help your boy out, man. So, um, you know, as I told you on the first episode, I'm from Durham, North Carolina. Um, grew up there, born and raised. And um, one of the main reasons that I started this podcast was because of you know, like I said previously, a lot of my deficiencies in the mental health space and in the mental health um, area of my life, right? So um, through some of the struggles that I've had, you know, growing up um, and what I've learned, um, you know, is that one, I don't have all the answers. You know, nobody has all the answers. Um, and if you do have all the answers, get your ass on this fucking show and share with the world and share with me. Um, so starting off, I'll take you off, you know, little Smith growing up when he was young, a little young, timid, shy, meek, mild little boy, um, who kind of had some, some, some shit going on when I was, uh, pretty young, younger than what, what most men um, have lost their virginity. I actually had my first sexual experience, uh, I would say very young, <laughs> let's just say that. Um, and it started off, um, with me kind of patting myself on the back and feeling like the man that I had a woman who was, you know, interested in me sexually, right? Hey, you know, pull your pants down, do this, touch me here, lick there, do that, do this, right? Um, and not knowing that, as a kid, really, it was sexual abuse. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, oh, because it's a woman and I'm 
making her feel good and doing this and doing that, whoop de whoop, that I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't until I got older that I learned that those sexual experiences as a young kid and, and basically that molestation was me being warped in a way. And anybody who know me, any of my partners, anybody whoever know me, know I love, love, love my beautiful, beautiful, dark-skinned black woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and it wasn't until much later in life, you know, I was probably 30, that I learned that that stems from an area of trauma. Um, not loving black women, but being fixated on and, and super attracted to dark-skinned women, right? Um, and that being just more than just a preference, right? It being a um, a piece of my sexual history that um, in many ways has kind of handicapped me from being able to flourish in life, right? So starting this podcast was really a way for me not only to um, express myself, express some of the things that I've gone through, hopefully learn from you guys, hopefully learn from anybody who's listening who can kind of give me some help and insight, but to just offload all of the bullshit and hopefully help somebody out there, you know? So anybody who's experienced um, a sexual past that started at a young age, um, definitely go get help. Number one, talk to a therapist, talk to a psychologist, whatever you got to do, but definitely go get help. And, um, and yeah, so that's 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 first and foremost, you know what I mean? So I definitely, unfortunately, you know, turned a lot of um, physical, I would say, um, satisfaction and, you know, gratification. I turned that into pain for a lot of the women that, you know, I, I've had the interactions with you know, over my lifetime, basically, um, because early on, I viewed myself literally as a tool, as the equivalent of, you know, a, a, a sexual object, as a dildo, as a pleasure object. So as you can imagine, anybody who views themselves as a tool of pain or of pleasure can can play out in so many different ways, which which it definitely has in my life. Um, so that was the first thing. So that, you know, kind of growing up, um, not really knowing how those things kind of impacted me um, as I got older, as I got into college, um, started to turn from pleasure into pain, right? And because I didn't identify it and because I didn't know what it was and didn't know how to handle it, what did I do? I kept spiraling down you know what I'm saying spiraling out um being depressed de depending on drugs and alcohol and all these things to lift me back up to just get a, a a little small taste or a small feel of satisfaction and pleasure from what I've experienced as a child and what I was told that is my job to please a woman hey do this do that right to make me feel good as a woman right so um, I know I'm kind of rambling, talking all over the place, but, you know, this is a, I would say definitely a tough subject for me to, 
you know, share, explain, um, to divulge. But again, hopefully, you know, this is something that folks can learn from. And I'm going to look at all of the cameras that I got in here to let y'all know, um, to grow and to heal from this, you know what I'm saying? To definitely grow and to heal from it. And so, um, it even got so deep for me that I literally turned that pain into a God complex to the point where if I didn't have that feeling of pleasure in a woman, or if I didn't have that feeling of sexual dominance, um, I felt so low and ashamed and just so shitty about myself and my self-worth that I struggled to even make it day to day, to be honest with you. And my ego was so sensitive that anybody who would threaten my sense of security or my ego, it was met with a very strong and harsh reaction to the point where I would feed off of people making me feel like a God, if that makes sense, to the point where if you did do something to me or made me feel less than, I would prove to you that I'm God in your world. And I can make you a believer that I am God in your world by whatever means necessary, right? And immediately after that, I will go right back to feeling like a piece of shit <laughs> and feeling low and just feeling like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it took me years to, to go through that phase um, and man, and just heal and just love myself. You know what I mean? So my, my, my mental health and my, my just whole everything was, was really fucked up, to be honest. Um, and so it wasn't until I actually started to see a therapist and to get some professional help, which is why I say definitely y'all out there, if you're dealing with anything, it doesn't have to be as uh, serious or as deviant as, you know, sexual abuse as a, as a child, but whatever you're going through, go get help. I felt like I was the only one feeling like this. I felt like I was the only one going through this. You're not. You're not, uh, not, you're not special, but you're not special. It's hundreds of thousands of millions of people who've gone through similar things. And it took me so long to realize that because in my head, I justified it that, oh, well, I just had sex with a woman early. I wasn't molested or I wasn't sexually abused. I just had sex early. Like what? I just ate pussy early. Like I didn't even cognitively recognize it as trauma it was a it was a bragging thing, not amongst other people because nobody else really knew, but just amongst myself that, oh yeah, from a young age, boy, you was making motherfuckers come and da 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 da, and that's what you know how to do. So when I got into college and I had two different females laugh and joke with me on two separate occasions who don't even know each other, tell me, damn, yeah, you eat pussy so good, you you throw this dick so good. I I told one of my homegirls she need to fuck you. I need to pass you off to her. That I actually thought that. That was bragging. <laughs> I actually thought that was good. 
Right? Which is crazy to think that a person could think so little of you that they are literally willing to (laughs) give away one of the most intimate things that you can share with a person, which is sex, to one of their homegirls. What? And to me, that stroked my ego. That made me feel good. Um, And so it took me a long time to realize that I was just fucked up. (laughs) So once I did go to therapy, my therapist said something that was crazy. And she said, you know, mental health is essentially how healthy are your thoughts? Out of all of the thoughts you have in a day, if you analyze them one by one, how healthy are those thoughts? Are they productive you know, nice, warm, fuzzy thoughts that allow you to grow and become a better person? Or are there thoughts that destroy and erode away your character, the the substance of just who you are and what you can offer to the world in a positive way, right? Um, so I read, a, I read a couple of studies that basically most people have between, what is it, 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Right. And on average, 80 percent of those thoughts are negative. So anybody who knows me knows I I do math relatively quickly, but I actually had to calculate this on the low end. If you have 12,000 thoughts a day. On average, 80 percent of those thoughts are negative. That means that ninety six hundred thoughts are negative. So in other words, out of twelve thousand interactions, that you may have with people if you were walking down the street if 9600 fucking people punched you in your fucking face <laughs> that's what you're living with now on the high end if you have 60,000 thoughts a day on average with 80,000 of those thoughts being negative that means 48,000 thoughts that you have that go through your brain are negative and are not serving you in a positive way So using my previous example, if you walking down the street and you walk past 60,000 people, 48,000 motherfuckers are punching you in the face. (laughs) Think about that. Now, if that physically happened to you day after day after day, year after year, decade after decade. What would your what would your physical body look like? How would you be? And how much more apparent would it be that your ass don't need to walk down that street no more? (laughs) If you walk down that street and out of 60,000 people, 48,000 of them motherfuckers punch you in your face. (laughs) Right? It wouldn't take long for you to say, okay, I need to find another way home. (laughs) I need to walk down a different street. And so those are the things that I've had to realize to say, okay, wow. There are different streets There are different avenues, there are different pathways on the way to living a productive life, right? Um, And so slowly I've had to do different things, go to therapy, and try to learn and unlearn um, just so many, so many things, Um, so many things, which in turn, my mental health tenfold has improved. Um, I've learned to not only forgive myself, but to forgive 
other people. I've learned to provide myself with opportunities to be thankful. Um, I've learned to really just reinvent myself every single day. Okay. Um, so, you know, as I've, as I've grown over the years and as I've gone through therapy over the years, um, it's really been eye opening for me. Excuse me. It's really changed my life in terms of, um, my self-worth, how much I love myself, how much I care about myself, um, the expectations that I have for myself, um, and so, you know, as these episodes go on, we're going we're gonna to get into all of it. And I'm, I'm rambling. I'm going on. This episode was only supposed to be about 10 minutes long, y'all. We had, we had 15, 16 minutes already. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, what I really hope is that anybody who's watching this, whether you think you're a piece of shit or whether you think you're a god, um, it's really just your ego. And just give yourself, allow yourself grace to um, not only love yourself, but to allow other people to love you, right? So um, I'm not going to, you know, go too deep uh, further into this episode. Man, I'm excited about the people that I'm going to have on this episode. I I think a lot of folks are going to share not only some of the things that they've experienced, um, but some of the things that they've learned through those experiences. And so um, I'm excited, man. I'm 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 hyped. Um, to the woman out there, I forgive you. I love you. Um, I pray, you know, healing energy over you, over your family. Um, she actually has daughters now. I actually not keep in contact with her, but um, you know, we know of the progress that both of us have made in our lives. And man, I'm 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 in a much better space. And, um, and yeah, it's been a long journey to, to try to love myself and to try to kill the complex of being a God in my own world. Right. Which everybody knows in your own world, that don't mean shit. Right. Um, and there's only one God and motherfucker, you ain't God. (laughs) Right. Only somebody who's not God can think they God. (laughs) Right. So, um, Again, this is this is Rural University, man. This is episode two. Um, I hope y'all still tapping in, man, and, and joining in with me. And again, like I said, you know, if you got life figured out, if you just know everything under the sun and you just perfect and, and, and every day you wake up, it's 75 and it's rainbows and it's sunny outside and birds chirping, then please, I want you to come on, come on to this podcast and share your wealth and knowledge. But on the flip side, if if you're uh, in a similar lane as me, where you're trying to figure this shit out, you fucked up, you struggling, and you just got a whole whirlwind of problems that you're working yourself through on a day-by-day basis and you're trying to get better, then tap in with us, man. Listen, and uh, we're going to get through this shit together, man. So shout out to y'all, man. Rude, and we out.